The Cardinals pick up another win, but the story after it wasn't so much about the victory, but the concern over Jack Flaherty's lack of velocity. And oh boy, did he not like being asked about it. But we're going to talk about it on today's episode of Locked on Cardinals. You are Locked on Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Hafford, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan. And I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio and the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, as well as YouTube. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode being brought to you by eBay Motors. The championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit. eBayMotors.com. Let's ride. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So last night, good news, right? Last night, the, the Cardinals won another baseball game. That's awesome. That makes it three in a row, guys. Three in a row for the first time this season. Something to be happy about. And for a team that just lost eight straight and have been living in the basement of not only the NL Central, but the entire National League, this is quite an accomplishment. We should be having fun with this. We're starting to see uh, the guys play uh, as a complete team, finally. We're seeing it more and more each day. We're seeing less of the, the silly miscues that we saw a lot of and the goofy things that, that plagued them throughout the month of April and then followed them like a stalker in the early parts of May. It's not a perfect team. Not even close yet. These aren't dominating wins or, or anything like that, but they're wins. Something that we really, really need. And the team should, for once, at least in my opinion, start to feel some confidence here. You know, about themselves heading into tonight's game at Wrigley, where they will go for, dare I say it, the sweep against the rival Chicago Cubs. But unfortunately, that is uh, not what a lot of people are talking about today. That hasn't been the big story. The story has been what happened in the locker room after the game in an interview with starting pitcher Jack Flaherty. Now, during last night's game, it was brought up during the podcast or not the podcast, the telecast, sorry. It was brought up uh, on the telecast by the announcers, by Chip. Uh, it was also brought up online by many fans watching that Jack's velocity appeared to be down. And it was. And it wasn't like it was just a tick or two down. It was down like in the upper 80s. And normally when, when Jack is on and when Jack is healthy, he's throwing low to mid 90s like no problem. So my first thought when when they brought it up and then you start noticing it happening repeatedly was that maybe he's hurt again. I had a fear of injury. And why wouldn't I? You know, we know Jack has had his fair share of injuries over the years. I saw him shake his arm a couple of times. I was like, uh-oh, I hope he's okay. That was a bit of a concern to me. But if something was bothering him anywhere in his arm, his back, anywhere, whatever could have been bothering him. If that was the case, I'm pretty sure, especially being that it is Jack Flaherty and he's dealt with all these injuries that Kisner, Ali, somebody 
maybe even Dusty Blake, because I'm sure not, I'm, I'm still not sure exactly what he does, but maybe even Dusty Blake would have pointed it out and said, hey, hold up a second. Let's go out and talk to him. Let's check this out. Let's, uh, you know, get the trainer out there. I mean, somebody would have spoken up, right? They would have checked on, but, but that didn't happen. And he seemed like he was fine, you know? Health-wise, at least, he seemed like he was fine. Uh, fought his way through five innings, left the game with a chance to get the win. That got wiped out, obviously, when Andre Pallante got uh, taken deep the next inning. So after the game, in, a, in, a, in an environment where people should be happy, people should be celebrating, you know, you just won three in a row in what has been a tough season, Flaherty was asked about the velo by Jim the Cat Hayes from Valley Sports, uh, also on the Fan 590. And he didn't really respond all that well to it. So here's the quote. I would play you the clip, but we don't own the rights to it. So I've got to read it to you. So so bear with me here as uh, we read what Jack Flaherty said last night in the clubhouse. The next time somebody wants to mention the velocity on my fastball, just I'm, I'm not going to answer that question. Like I, I'm going to play with the velocity of my fastball based on what the game calls for. I can get outs at 90. I can get outs at 95. I'm going to play with it. I've always played with it. I've thrown freaking fastballs at 87 before in games when I've been at my best. I'm just saying because you all want to make a big deal out of it, and I'm tired of it. It's so ridiculous. I, I, I'm going to go for what the game calls for, and that's part of pitching. So if you want to ask, you don't understand the art of pitching. I'm going to go with what the situation calls for and what the game calls for. You have to manage pitch count. You have to manage the way that the game goes. There are certain times when, you up, when you're up to it, and now you're going to start seeing 94, 5, 6. Then there are certain times you might need to be like, okay, here, with a slower pitch. The situation calls for it. You bump it back up. That's the way the game goes. That's the way you go about the game. St. Louis Post-Dispatch Cardinals writer Derek Gould then explained to Flaherty that the media and fans might not know unless they ask questions. Flaherty replies, well, then you don't understand pitching, and that's okay. So here's my take on it. Here's my take on this with Jack Flaherty. I understand that Jack Flaherty is extremely frustrated, extremely frustrated right now with how he's performing this season. A former first-round pick who soared through the minor leagues, found a lot of success at the major leagues when he arrived, and then the injuries started piling up on him. I'm sure he's heard the talk from everyone around baseball and in St. Louis about how maybe he doesn't have it anymore, that people don't think he's that great of a pitcher anymore. Maybe the injuries have taken too much of a toll on him. He's heard all of this. I believe it's part of the reason why when the season started, remember he put out the, 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 the video, the hype video, if you will, about himself with uh, the Joker stuff to it. And coming into this year, I think, and, and rightfully so, he believed that he wanted to prove everyone wrong, that now I'm still the same guy that I was back in my best days of 2019. And he's got a lot on the line here. He does, since he's going to be a free agent after this season. You know, he's kind of playing for his next contract. Could be a big one. The way things are going, though, it's going to be a small one. It's going to be like one of those one-year deals. 
So far, he has not lived up to his own expectations, much less that of the team and of the fans here in St. Louis. So I have empathy for his situations. I, I really do. I, I was a pitcher in college, got hurt, and I just couldn't do it the way I did when I was at the top of my game. It sucks. But at the same time, your team, your team, team sport, right, is trying to claw their way out of this massive hole that they've dug themselves into to start the season, in large part because of the failures of this pitching rotation. They're not the only people to blame. There's plenty of blame to go around, but the pitching has been bad. It really has. And that includes you, Jack Flaherty. You haven't lived up to what people expected of you. And like I said, what he probably expects of himself. He he knows he's better than this. He's done better than this at the major league level. So he's frustrated. But last night, despite not having his best stuff, your team just won their third in a row. And instead of enjoying the win a little bit, we're talking about this heated exchange between Flaherty and reporters about the art of pitching. Like, what are we talking about here? Again, I get his frustration and, and I've been rooting for the guy. I still am. But in this situation, I would have hoped that he just said, Hey, what's what, what's up with your velo? And he would have answered, well, you know, I'm mixing up speeds. I'm mixing up my speeds more to try to get more outs to help the team win. That's, that's my goal. And just leave it at that. Say you're not hurt <laughs> because everybody's going to worry about that. Go, I, no, I'm, I'm healthy. I'm fine. I'm, I'm just trying to keep hitters off balance by changing speeds. Boom, it's over. You're out. And you sound like a team player. Coming at the reporters this way, it just kind of sounds a little bit selfish. And the other side of this is that his velocity... I mean, it's been trending down for a number of years, since 2019. Sure, the injuries have had something to do with those years where the, the velo was down because he was working his way back up. But to throw at or above 95 on 16.3% of pitches back in 2019, and now we're here in 2023, at or above 95 is down to 3.4%. That's not exactly normal. It really isn't. I mean, this is a young man. This is not some guy in his mid-30s where his arm is supposed to be eh, slowing down a little bit. And I'll say this. If you're doing it on purpose, if, if, if you're slowing down velo to work on maybe command of your pitches, it's not working. <laughs> it really isn't. You're now 2-4, and 6.18 ERA, which is the fourth worst ERA in the league among qualified starters. Not the National League the entire league of Major League Baseball. You've walked 27 hitters. That's the second most among qualified starters in the league. And opponents are hitting 287 off of you, which is the fifth worst batting average amongst qualified starters in the league. It's not working. Whatever it is you're trying to do. But the silver lining in this is that the Cardinals won again last night. And that's what should be the most important thing. We're going to have more on last night's game. And I've got new uh, Locked On MLB Power Rankings to share with you. We'll do that next on Locked On Cardinals. 
Our new sponsor, So Rare, is a revolutionary fantasy baseball game and marketplace transforming fans into owners with officially licensed digital cards featuring players from across all 30 MLB teams. Unlike other fantasy baseball platforms, So Rare managers truly own their fantasy experience. They're collecting, they're buying, they're selling, they're competing with player cards, and you're doing it against global opponents. Like we're talking about all over this wonderful place we call Earth. And they're getting epic, re epic rewards in return. And win or lose, you get to keep your cards. And the more you win, the more you advance. You'll get increasingly powerful cards. And you'll access next-level competitions and rewards. Um, some of the things that you could end up winning here, so rare scarcity cards, game tickets, merchandise. How about some signed jerseys? I love autograph stuff. Love it. I wish I could afford more of it. You can win it. Here was so rare. How about VIP experiences? and actually meeting MLB stars. All of this could be yours. Get to the top of their leaderboards, and you can win a variety of this stuff. So head to SoRare.com slash LockedOn. That's spelled S-O-R-A-R-E.com to draft your team of free player cards. Set your lineup and then start competing today to win epic rewards. Now, the next lineup change will start uh, tomorrow. They do a Thursday through Sunday. So uh, make sure you get your lineup in and do it at SoRare.com slash LockedOn to start playing today. The Cardinals are in Chicago for their series finale with the Cubs going for the sweep tonight. And you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. My everydayers know that we try to incorporate some prospects whenever I can get a chance, get them on the show. Uh, we've had Gordon Graceffo, Mike Antico, Victor Scott. And tomorrow we are scheduled to have the Cardinals 24th ranked prospect pitcher Ian Bedell on the show he's having a pretty good year at peoria so join me for tomorrow as we talk to ian now last night the cardinals grabbed another win and it was done without much help from any of the big boppers goldie arenado and Contreras. they go just two for 12 last night they did score twice but but it was the surrounding cast that did the real damage nolan gorman my goodness nolan gorman having a season he and nor and uh, large new bar get things going with the long flies Showing the power. Gorman now up to eight home runs on the year, which is tied for third in the league for designated hitters, which is what he's considered, and fifth among all players in the league. Newt hits his third of the year, and I know there was some concern about Newt putting the ball on the ground a lot. His ground ball rate was up, but he got a hold of that one last night. That one looked pretty darn good to me. Newt's batting average now up to 288. His OBP is at 430 which would put him at seventh in the league if he qualified. Obviously, he's a little short on at bats uh, because of the injury that he suffered earlier on in the season. But Newt's doing great things at the top of the lineup. You got to love that. And then, of course, you've got Paul DeYoung. Paul DeYoung, you guys, talk about having a resurgent season right now. Paul DeYoung has quietly put up tremendous numbers since joining the team following his injury in the spring. Paul DeYoung, the guy that... Most people didn't even want on the team anymore. I was one of them that told you he was going to be on it, whether you liked it or not. But I wasn't exactly sold on having him back on this roster. Part of me wanted them to, to eat the salary and just move on. I'm kind of glad they didn't now. He's hitting 350, OBP over 400, OPS at 1.059. That's huge. Is it sustainable? Probably not. Okay? Probably not. 
but he's been a nice shot in the arm for the offense for sure. Smashes the go-ahead home run in the ninth inning last night, his 14th career home run at Wrigley Field. Pitching-wise, you had Jack Flaherty. Again, didn't have the, the greatest night. But at the same time, he keeps getting magically getting <laughs> the double play balls. I don't know how he pulls it off so often, but, but it's working for him. Gets the DPs when he needs them. Gutted his way through five innings. Gave the team a chance to win. I will say this about what Flaherty was doing last night. He never quit pitching. Like he, You could see frustration mounting on him on certain balls that got hit. But at the same time, he kept competing. And that's something that is nice to, to nice to see out of him because there's a lot of people who would fold in those situations. I mean, Jacqueline gave up three runs last night in five innings. The five walks is a problem, but only three runs. Fought his way through it. Um, like I said, gave the team a chance to win. The home run off Palante, again, another situation, bad pitch location. You know, there's been a lot of talk about pitch selection against hitters. And um, it was another point where I, with Contreras, where I'm like, he's not the one that's hanging breaking balls, which is what happened last night. Palante throws a slider right over the heart of the plate, gets hit over the wall in the center. You know, he can't control that. Kisner can't control that. But the rest of the bullpen following that home run did their job. Chris Stratton, Russ Chairman, damn glad to meet you. Goes an inning and a third, allows no runs, whiffs two. His ERA now under three. Giovanni Gallego's been knocked around his last few outings. Look great in the ninth inning, grabs his save. Solid defense on all around. Brendan Donovan in left field. Again, a huge play. First game, throws the guy out at home. Last night, diving catch in left field. Is Brendan Donovan the new left fielder against right-handers when Tyler O'Neill gets back? Alec Burleson, still on the team, but clearly Donnie is better defensively, so they've been going with that. And it's not as if Burleson has been producing all that much at the plate. He's had some tough luck, hits the ball hard. It seems to go right at people. Not really producing. So instead of having bad defense and left and really nothing at the plate, choose to go with good defense in left field and whatever Donovan can bring you offensively and it's working out so far. The team's kind of got a nice balance going, even with Arenado struggling. Imagine how much better things will be when, when Nolan gets going again, you know, and it will happen. He'll get there. The team is moving in the right direction, but the new locked on MLB power rankings reflect more about where they've been rather than where they are going. So those got released today, and the Cardinals, who started at number 10 overall when the season began have now dropped to 24th overall and that's kind of to be expected considering their record the Rays are at number one then you've got Atlanta the Dodgers Baltimore Toronto Texas then the Padres which I feel like that's a bit high it's not like they're winning a ton of ball games Milwaukee another one that seems a little bit high following the Padres there then the Diamondbacks I would put Arizona in front of both of them right now and then you got Boston on the back end, you've got the Cardinals at number 24. Then it's the Reds, Nationals, White Sox, Rockies, Royals, and A's. Uh, outside of the Cardinals dip, other teams that are kind of shocking to be where they are so far in the season. The Astros at number 15. Pitching has been decimated by injuries there. Uh, the Mets are at number 16. Remember how much money they poured into their team? 
not working out so well, is it? Max Scherzer has been kind of a mess this year. Went after him in both my fantasy leagues. Was like, I want Mad Max on my team this year. And he has sucked. <laughs> I hope he turns around for my fantasy. But it's been rough for him. Injuries, getting suspended, not pitching all that well. Uh, and then the Phillies, their payroll, huge as well. They're at number 19. Trey Turner, kind of been a disappointment so far this year. Guess what? He's on my fantasy team too. Maybe it's all my fault. I also have Nolan Arenado on my fantasy team. By the way, my fantasy league team is not good because of all of these guys not doing very well. But um, the Cardinals are looking to climb these rankings um, here in the near future, obviously. And a sweep in Chicago sure would help. So we're going to talk about tonight's game next on Locked on Cardinals. The Cardinals will send the big lefty Jordan Montgomery to the mound tonight against Cubs ace Justin Steele. And you can catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. Uh, sweeping Chicago would be amazing. Not going to be easy. And, and I don't want to put the cart ahead of the horse. I think that's an old people saying that I've heard before. But I'm not trying to do that one game at a time. But, man, that'd be nice to get the sweep. Uh, the Cubs have their top pitcher, though. Justin Steele on the bump this evening was tweeting with Sam from Locked on Cubs last night and was like, well, you know, Justin Steele had a pretty good pretty good season so far. Tell me a little bit about him. And he says that Steele reminds him a lot of John Lester. And then I, as a smart aleck, put a picture of John Lester in a Cardinals uniform and said, oh, you mean former Cardinals legend John Lester? And he, you know, laughed about that. But Steele... Not somebody to laugh at so far this year. 5-0, and has the second-best ERA in the league at 1.45, and he's doing it against top teams. It's not like he's just doing it against scrubs. He's got wins against the Rangers, the Dodgers, and the Padres. He's gone six or more innings in all but one game so far this year. He is left-handed, which the Cardinals normally enjoy. So something's got to give tonight, right? Small sample size against him, but uh, Paul Goldschmidt hitting 429 with a dinger off of Steele. Edmonds hitting 600, Arenado 333, and Donovan 333. Again, small sample sizes, but they've had some success against him. The Cardinals will put Jordan Montgomery on the bump. Been their most consistent pitcher so far this year. Two and four, 3.29 ERA. Uh, the only guy in the Cubs lineup that's had a, a lot of success against him is Trey Mancini, who saw a, a lot of him from Mancini's time in the AL East with Baltimore. He's batting 344 against him with a dinger in two RBIs in 32 at-bats. So, got to keep a, an eye out for it tonight. Will the Cardinals be the first to crack the Man of Steel tonight and get the sweep? We shall see. Remember, I'll be tweeting throughout the game, so feel free to respond, chat, and whatnot with me on there. I always enjoy. It's like we're all watching the game together, having conversations in the same room. Uh, we'll also have instant reaction following the game on YouTube and on Twitter, on Twitter. so be on the lookout for that. I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Be sure to catch every pitch of the Cardinals hometown broadcast for tonight's finale with the Cubs at Historic Wrigley with SiriusXM on the SXM app. Just search Cardinals. If you haven't already, give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore Cardinals and the JD Sports Radio. Like and subscribe on YouTube to help our channel and love for the Cardinals grow. You're the best fans in baseball for a reason, and I'll see you next time on Locked on Cardinals. 